All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. A very, very special Thursday conversation. Look what we're doing here. Look at all things getting back to where they were. Cruises are kind of behind us. Uh, we're here. We're here and we're doing the things, as we like to say. Anyway, this episode is with a good friend of mine by the name of Mike. We call him Big Mike for purposes of, um, you know, certain... It's probably fine, but we don't need to be splashing people's identity out there all over the place. You know, the guy's making moves. You know what I mean? Former retired uh, NYPD detective and, uh, you know, Swingers Cruiser. You guys remember him from that. We're not talking about Swingers cruiser, Cruises on this particular episode. You know, I want to be careful because, you know, this... I, get, I keep saying I want to take the jump into being more mainstream because being more mainstream is what's going to get more ears and eyes put on the channel. Uh, I do have to find that balance of being true to myself, being true to what we do, but also kind of serving up something that is palatable for the masses and I'm trying to do that. So when we have a conversation with a fellow like Mike, understand that Mike is an old school guy. We come from uh, old school places and we've done old school things. You know what I mean? As the world changes and things change, uh, you know, things calm down. But yeah, please uh, judge us with a soft gavel when you hear some of the tomfoolery and dare I say hijinks that you're going to hear about. We talk about uh, his... I guess his experience on uh, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville at Sea. Uh, we get into that. We get into his project, what he's working on on Margaritaville at Sea. And if you hang in at the end, if you hang until the very end, we'll sneak in a couple of funny stories from the old days. So without further ado, this is Big Mike. Let's start the show. <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey, yeah. it's the night before the cruising. Hey. If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping. But even if I could, I'd be dreaming about this weekend. All the fun we about to have. Best we taking this vacation. Always be booked on our way to embarkation. Because we know it's in store. Pockets and palm trees. Tropical sea breeze and frozen daiquiris. Oh, please. Thank you, sir. Yes, I think I'll have another. Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going and the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running beers Thanks for giving us your ears, through the laughter and the tears But we just getting started out here, give us a holler If you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas Getting hotter as we go, cones and we united So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thursday conversation, a very special episode. We're welcoming welcoming back an old buddy. Uh, one of the more popular episodes back in the day, as you guys know from what you've told me, was the uh, infamous Swingers Cruise episode with my buddy. We're going to call him Big Mike. Big Mike, welcome back, buddy. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Uh, hope you and the family are doing well. Thank you, sir. Same to you. I hope the holidays were great and looking forward to a great 2023. We were just talking about ambitions and things we're excited about for 2023. So, uh, you know, hoping hoping all those things, not hoping, knowing all those things are going to transpire and go well in your direction. I appreciate that. A little, little, a little help from above, it never hurts anybody. Exactly. One thing I like about having Mike on 
I will say is that I get a lot of heat because people talk about me and my New York accent. And then, you know, we get a guy like Mike on and all of a sudden I sound like I'm from Nebraska. I love it. Yeah, well, we, we go, uh, uh, Tom, you got to remember for the first like five years, I thought you were from Pittsburgh. You know what? You, we talked about that last time, too. I was like. How does this guy still think I'm? Because you always referenced it. Yeah, your Steelers are uh, like Mike. I, I just lived there for a couple of years. That's it. I'm, I'm from here. I'm from where you're from. But anyway, so uh, we talked about the Swingers Cruise, and that was like I said, an infamous episode. And uh, you know, it turns out you never know. You know, small world stars align. It turns out you have some, I guess, you have your proverbial toe dipped in the cruising uh, in the cruising from a business standpoint as we speak right now, don't you? Yes. Uh, well, I got it, kind of got it from you, uh, Tom. You know, always uh, we became really close friends uh, when I was a New York City police officer and, you know, hanging with you many a nights, you know, too many to count uh, when you were working you know, uh, doing the job of like 15 people. And, and I was outside making sure that everything was okay. But, uh, just, just realizing that, um, I got into the sports betting business and I, uh, invented a, a sports gambling kiosk. And we'll get into that uh, later on in the show. Um, cause we launched in Margaritaville on, on the sea. So, but, you know, knowing that, the cruise business and before all this, uh, you know, the pandemic and all the nonsense, I, I think that, I think it was like 4 million people cruised in the year 2019. And that I learned, you know, through a lot of due diligence that the casino portion of the cruise industry accounts for like 38 to 40% of all profits for the cruise industries. So, and then when you go two and a half miles out and, and I never really understood why, you know, the casino would shut down when you got close to port. But now I do, because when you go two and a half miles out international territory, you know, they're, they're not governed by the United States. They're not governed by uh, foreign entities that it's, you know, that it's open game. You know, they still have to follow the rules of, of uh, GLI gaming laboratories. But, you know, that that it's, you know, not saying the OK Corral. I'm saying it's the OK Corral. So you could do anything on the, you know, once you get two and a half miles out. So that's where my company comes in. Right. So your company, basically, what you're trying to do is, you know, you've, again, you have casinos, right? Casinos on land. You play blackjack. You play slots. You play poker, roulette, all the games, whatever. What's, uh, and then, you know, I guess a little bit into that, the advent of the sports book came into play where you can kind of go in, watch games, place bets legally on site, you know, maybe steps away from where the blackjack tables are. And you very logically tried to figure out, well, why can't we do that on a cruise ship, right? Yeah, 100%. You see, uh, I, read a, I read a great book. Uh, uh, Michael Gann, he owns the South Point Casino in Las Vegas. And he it's an independent casino in Las Vegas. But it's without a doubt the number one grossing profitable casino in, in, in maybe in the world. Now, that, now, one, now one second, Mike, I do want to say, okay. so we all do, we have a very, you know, these, these, my, my, my listenership, they're very educated when it comes to the cruising. So we all know that princess did come out with this, but I can attest for the fact that the conversations that I was having with Mike about these kiosks being put on board cruise ships predates the princess thing way in advance, but yeah, continue. Go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah, granted. Uh, and there's a there's a big difference between the kiosk. What I was getting to in, in this book, uh, Michael Gahn, who is the owner of South Point in, in Las Vegas, said a sports book doesn't make money. But what a sports book do? You find it in the back of the casino, and usually a husband and wife comes into the comes into the casino. The husband just goes right to the sports book. The wife plays the slot machines, which is most profitable. The wife gets her hair done. The wife goes to the restaurants. So, so all that. So, with that, when you go on these these cruise ships uh, back, you know, four or five years ago, or uh, you know, when, when when it was the Roaring Cruise Line era, like I like to say, Tom, I think I, I think you could say 2018 was the height of people going on cruises because you're able to go to three or four different ports, you know, see three or different. Uh, parts of the world that you might not people that don't like to fly you know I, I don't got a, the virtues of a cruise ship but but in a long story short you can't the most important thing on a cruise ship I've learned is real estate and what I mean by real estate is like the, every piece of a new cruise ship or or even an old cruise ship is, is is used there's not there's not an empty space that isn't being used on a cruise ship either for safety or for profitability, for stores, you know, for entertainment, for food, you know, every piece of real estate. So to put a sports book on a cruise line, it, it's just not fathomable. They don't have the they don't have the uh, area, the real estate to build out to build out a you know a sports book, you know, with tellers and then and have that payroll and then with the TVs with the bars. So. What you know, I've been working on the last five years, and with your help and and, and picking your brain, I, I I invented, patented, and trademarked a, a self-sufficient gambling kiosk. And what what it does is, not only is it you only have to sign up for it once, and then even better than using your even better than using your room key, everything is based off your fingertip. So all you have to do is sign up once. It takes less than a minute. You use and then then your whole account is you, you're using your fingertip. You don't need any tellers. The the machine is uh, I wrote all the software myself. It, it's you're betting pictures, and then you'll have you know and you have different sports on these cruises. You know uh, you know cricket. You'll have you have you know you'll have the American sports football, your know, baseball. You know all all it's like a Las Vegas sports book, but it's on on a kiosk. And it's and what's exciting for the cruise ship thing is you have people staying watching the games. You put up a few different TVs around it instead of them being in the buffet, knotted down in the in the casino. Maybe they're not, you know, blackjack plays or slot plays, but they'll sit at the bar inside the casino bar and watch the games and and know that if they win the game, they don't have to interact with anybody else. They just go to the machine. They put their thing. If they won, they put the thing and they get instant gratification. So, I would I would imagine that the, you get a little slot activity if uh, probably not the tables but while you while you're hanging out watching these games or whatever chilling out like why would you not you know if you if you're sitting around anyway yeah here's a twenty let's put it in the slots that probably is that's probably a you know a win for the casino too. one hundred percent. Or if the wife comes to see where you are, she's not going to sit there and watch the football game, or your girlfriend's not going to sit there and watch the football game. She you know she's going to play the slots. Yeah, it's it's a win win. Anything to keep. Again, I've learned anything to keep the consumer, the, the the cruiser in the casino is a win, is a win, a huge win for the cruise, the cruise itself. So that's so that's where I came out with it. So we got these kiosks, 
They're 100% self-sufficient. The, the cruise line doesn't have to worry about it. They're not responsible for anything. Everything's taken care of by the, the machine itself. The one challenge in the past, again, why they weren't these um, kiosks there, was the bandwidth. And Tom, and just listening to your, and I'm a big fan of your podcast, is that through the years, the internet has gotten a thousand percent better on the ship. You know, communication has gotten a thousand percent better on the ship, and it's only getting better. You know, the better the newer boats are better than the older boats, but you know, with boosters and all of that good stuff. Oh yeah, you know, they the have Starlink from from Elon, Elon Musk. Starlink, a lot of them are using now too. So it's definitely get, yep. uh, getting better, and like you said, it's it's going to be better. And your your point is well taken. As far as I don't know the numbers exactly, uh, what the c- percentage of the revenue comes from the casino? But I mean, going back, did you did you know that on the first ever Carnival cruise? I mean, this is great. First ever Carnival cruise. It's a real upstart thing. This is not the conglomerate that they are right now. They got one ship. They're trying to make it. They're trying this new thing called pleasure cruising. Who knows if it's going to even work or not. They lost all their credit. They 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 leveraged all their credit while they're in the Bahamas or wherever they are. They had no more credit, no more money. They couldn't fuel up, Mike. They couldn't get gas to come back. What did they do? They emptied the slots to pay for the gas. Wow. Yeah. And that, well, now you're really dating yourself because that's when the slot machines paid out directly. Oh, yeah. come on. Well, I wasn't I around. I wasn't that. around for that, Mike. Come on. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is wow, stuff I'm hearing. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I did I did not know that. You know, and then and fast forward now, is, is, is there, uh, Tom, I, I'm thinking they, they got to be over 15 different cruise companies uh, worldwide. Uh, definitely over. I mean, it depends upon if you're counting the corporations or the uh, brands themselves. Like Carnival Corporation has, uh, what is it, 12, 15 brands under them? Um, you know, but yeah, it, there's pl- plenty, plenty. I, I was surprised. When you go to Europe, there's so many weird, different kind of outlier upstart cruise lines, too, as well, that maybe they, they you know, when, when a princess ship, you know, is a little bit date, a little too dated for princess. Some upstart billionaire or millionaire will buy the ship and start, you know, Frank's Cruise Line, and those are out there. It's crazy. Right. Well, well, that's exactly what happened with uh, Margarita by the Sea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was, you know, they keep changing names, but I think they have a real winner here now. Uh, I think it was Paradise. Uh, yeah, Bahama Bahama Paradise. Yep. So they had first yep. of that. What a history! Whoever owns that company, they have some wherewithal. Because all I could say is the first thing freaking sank. They had this giant boat, looked like a cargo ship. It, it sank. It basically sank. Then they got the old celebration from Carnival. And that's what they were running around with for a while. And we were wondering if they were going to work out or not. Then they picked up a second ship, which was an old Costa ship, which is under the Carnival umbrella. So now they had two ships going. So you could leave out of Port of Palm Beach any day. And they would just go back and forth, passing each other like two ships in a night. And they would do runs to the Nassau. You could do multiple days or whatever. And then I think during the pandemic, they did sever ties with the older one, which was the old Carnival Celebration. And now they're running 
the uh, Costa, the the Classica, which they converted, as you said, just to keep everybody up to date, to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville at sea. And we were talking last night, and what a freaking genius angle. Because there's always, you know, half the reason people get on these boats that are quick little runs out to sea and back is because of the casino. So for them to really put uh, a lot of thought and a lot of muscle behind their whole casino program. Man, when you told me that, that made all the sense in the world. Right. And they're real, they're real, so this was a, a, a trial run that I was on, uh, the ship that we're going to speak about in a few. But January 21st, they're going on a, a complete media blitz with, you know, um, they're doubling the casino. They're making it state-of-the-art. They're bringing on all the top top slot machine things. My my kiosk is going to – I'm going to have three different kiosks on the cruise ship in three different locations. We're, we're just not in the casino. We're going to have one in there. They're redoing their big sports uh, sports bar on, on, you know, on the top floor. It's just, uh, you know, it, it's, it's in a visionary. Uh, they, they, they brought in an expert to run the casino, you know, to get that. Tom, just the premise of, you know, again, for people that only have a couple of days or if they, they have a Monday through Wednesday off and, you know, and they want to, you know, that work with the weekends, it's the minute you get on that ship, it's a weekend. I, I don't care if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, to, you know, Friday. Of course. It, it's, it's a weekend. And you, you get on these ships and they have, they have, you know, they have three or four nice restaurants. They have, you know, the, the buffet is a buffet. You know, it, there's not much you could say about that. You know, the food was fresh and clean, you know, just, but it, it's to me, it, thank God they don't have one in New York city because there, there'd be no doubt that I would have been going on it a lot, you know, just to get away when, you know, you when you, you just want to get away for a couple of days and, and forget about reality and, and just have, you know, come see a couple of shows. Uh, I'm not big into the variety show, but they had an unbelievably funny comedian on the show and he did two shows both shows completely opposite. One show was like a family-oriented show that I laughed, and then he had an adult show that started at 11 o'clock at night, which one of the best comedy shows I've ever seen, you know, and heard and experienced, and he got the audience, you know, in the theater, everybody involved. It was just a, you know, it was just a, a fun time and a very inexpensive time. Uh, they have a and they catered to the blue collar guys, you know, the, the, the first responders to the military, you know, to school teachers, nurses, doctors. You know, you had a, a, a eclectic group of so many different type people, all ethnics, all, I mean, just, and everybody was there like they, you know, they were on the top uh, cruise line. Every, everybody was happy getting on the boat. You know, you get, you get a couple of disgruntled people, but you get a couple of disgruntled people left all over. But for the most part, everybody was having a good time, be it birthday parties, celebrations, or, you know, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. It was just, you know, so much fun. And and the staff is different than other cruise staffs, Tom, because you remember when, when you go on a six-day or an eight-day cruise, you're seeing the same people every day. And, and the employees, it's a little difficult. The employees have to be on their game every every three days. It's new people. So I felt that they, they were above and beyond, you know, courteous. And, and when, when I tell you, again, the boat wasn't as new as these new boats, Tom. But let me say, they made up for it in cleanliness. I've never seen 
You know, you had cleaning every time you got up, everything got disinfected. I obviously, you know, they've learned from, you know, from the COVID, you, the, the, the buffet, the, the, you know, from the, the spoons that served were changed every 15 minutes. It was unbelievable. The, the glasses were, you know, clean. They came out hot, you know, steaming from it. It was just, they, they had it down to a science. They, uh, again, they didn't, they had so many employees per, per, you know, passenger per cruiser. It was just, it was just such a pleasant surprise. And, and everybody, you know, you ask them, you know, uh, you know, where is this? You know, go up. Everybody's so nice. Most of the time they walked you there. It was just, uh, just a beautiful, beautiful experience that I had that, and, and I was kind of working on the thing, not that anybody on the ship knew that, but it was just like over the top. And, you know, you had, uh, you know, you had the family pool, you know, I, I think all the cruise lines are basically set up the same way. Then you had the adult pool in the back. They had, they had the, the weight again, there was a bar every, you couldn't, you couldn't walk 10 feet without seeing a bar. Even if it was a little stand waiters and waitresses coming around, do you want to drink? It was just, it was, and, and the cruise I was on was 100% sold out. So it can't get any busier. And when I tell you, you, you were never, your glass was never half empty. Uh, very nice. You know, uh, again, I did that thing. I told you, Tom, I think we had this discussion and I think we started a little bit, you know, I brought a, I brought $200 worth of $2 bills, just kept, you know, giving it to them. <laughs> and, and people like at the end of the cruise, everybody coming up to me, thank you. And, you know, and then, you know, I, I was getting a little carried away, you know, so, you know, cause me, it's the detective in me, you know, try to find out about the, uh, you know, the work is family, you know, where they're from. A lot were from Philippines. A lot were from the Dominican Republic. A lot were from Haiti. Uh, yeah, no, I have a kid, but I'm on the ship for six months. Then I get two months off. Uh, you know, well, hey, give this to your two kids. You know, uh, I'm a softie when it comes to that. But but very nice and 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 and, and you very very good. And the ship, listen, the ship was you know it it, it sailed. There was uh, going to the Bahamas was was excellent, Tom. You know, you didn't even realize you were on a boat. A uh, little on the way home because uh, a circumstance happened on the thing out of control of everybody. But they had to go a little faster, so it was a uh, a, a little rough, but, but not bad, you know? So, and then, um, I just, I'm good on a cruise ship, Tom, as long as I don't have a window in my room. So I asked for you know, a stateroom all the way down with, you know, no windows and just, a, you know, a bed, a, a TV and a bathroom. And, and I was fine with that. Gotcha, gotcha. And we we were talking last night. I just remember you started getting me hyped up a little bit about Bahama Paradise. So I'm like, let me take a look. And I went online and I was like, you know, last couple of times I looked, it was always like, oh, you can get on this thing for like, you know, buy one, get one free, $150, this and that. I was like, yeah, let me, who knows, maybe even New Year's Eve. Let me take a look. Let me just test the waters. I get online. Yep. There's nothing available till like the second week of January, and even when you get into that, you're getting into like four or five hundred dollar cruise. I'm like, this, this, this thing is selling now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. So they, when they brought this, you know, the new management team in, when they rebranded it, uh, Margaritaville on the sea, and it's only going to get, it, it's only going to get harder to get onto the to ship, Tom. It uh, Margaritaville by sea, they have a great thing. They're giving back to the school teachers, to the nurses you know, that don't have, that can't go away and be away from the world for eight, you know, six to eight days. You know, you, you leave like 
I got there on Thursday morning. I got there. It, it says don't get there before 1130. I got there 1230. I was on the ship. It was it was unbelievable from the, the, the taxi to, to me getting on the ship and having, you know, your, your first, uh, you know, uh, soda. Uh, less than less than an hour less than an hour from you know signing up getting your room key going in it was they had they had the whole staff again th that's what i love about it the, the whole staff gets involved in everything so you came took the luggage walk walk you right up go right up there you want to go to the left Tom, the experience of getting on because it's not as big as the big ship i think and, i and, think it's important and, to just say say real quick first that guys Mike does not work for this cruise line. Mike is just talking no. about his experience. Mike is in business with them, with the, you know, the kiosk and everything. But Mike is talking about this from an actual guest experience. In no way, shape, or form is this a freaking infomercial for Margaritaville at sea, right? I mean, right? You don't, you don't, you don't directly work with the cruise for the cruise oh, line. Oh, oh, absolutely not. And, and Tom, listen, and you know how I am. I'm brutal. Uh, you, you could do ten good things when you were running, you know, four bars. And then I had I had one bad experience. Like I would order a burger that I wanted medium rare, and it came out medium well. And I called you up and say, "What am I, an animal?" You know. <laughs> so, so that's <laughs> that. That's me. No, you listen. You and I'm going to tell you a couple of challenges that were were there, and you know, uh, uh, and I'll, I'm I'm brutally honest with it because hey, when I when you take the survey, and, and I suggest. I try to do it whenever, if I bring my car in for service, I try to do a, a survey to try to help because everything is, feedback. everything gets over. Yeah. Feedback. Feedback is king. And, 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 and like what Tom, what I say to you when I listen to your, Hey, you went to your podcast, say, Tom, I like this. You know, I didn't like this Tom. Hey, I love that song that starts it. You know, it just uh, again, every, everything is feedback. And there, there were a few, uh, a few challenges, uh, that, that happened. A passenger got sick. While we were on board, a passenger got sick on board, and it was too windy out, so they couldn't get a helicopter. To, so we had to go back to the Bahamas. We were like an hour and a half out, you know. So they went a little faster, and then they went a little faster getting back. So that probably made it a little more. But again, that's out of out of control. That's it's become part. That's become part of the game. I mean, as more as cruising gets more popular, and people kind of more or less subscribe to a life at sea, and that's happening more and more, where people are just doing the numbers and they're finding out where you know what I'm going to chill on these cruise ships for weeks, months, whatever it is, and they do that. And if that's yeah. the case, that's your life now. And what happens when life? There's problems, there's complications, and you know things yeah. like that are are, are going to happen. That that is totally part of the game. So what happened? You guys had a medical emergency. You couldn't do a medevac, so you had to go back to Nassau yeah. to get the right um, no, not, uh, attention. Freeport. You had to go. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Freeport. And then Freeport. that puts you in a position where you guys had to hightail it back to be on time for the next sailing, right? Correct. And, and, you know, and, and they're a machine, you know, in the morning, out at night. So, uh, uh, very good. The, the, the room service, you know, morning and night, just like a big, you know, like you paid, you know, $5,000 for a cruise stop. It was again for, for a three day thing to get away with you and your significant other or you and your boys. That or three or four of yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Tom, see the, the thing is, like even with the buy one get one free, you know people were upset at the end. Oh, what about these charges? You know they they get you with the the, the fueling charge or the port charge. But listen, you know for three days you, you get you buy the ticket for a hundred, two hundred dollars. Two of you get on the ship. Then after the drink package and maybe one really nice steakhouse dinner, 
you, three days cost you $500, you know, around, around 500 bucks when it's all said and done, but you got two nights out of it. You, if you're not, if you're not gambling, you know, they got the big nightclub in the back of behind the casino. It, to me, I, I can't imagine, you know, where you're going to spend two days at a hotel and, and not spend that type of money. So it was again, but people were complaining about the charges and Tom, you've, you've, gone over that, uh, you know, a thousand times. So I don't want to rehash it on your thing, but you know, they, they, they do nickel and dime you with, with, with that, but it's not just them, you know? It, and, and, and again, the, and the other challenge I have, and we were discussing this already time was before you could start partying, you know, to get you and they, you know, tell you what to do. In case the must of drill. I, I, I felt that went a little too long. I think they could have streamlined it, but I did ask the, I did ask the captain when he, you know, when I met him, he was just walking around and he says, listen, he says, because it's just a, you know, a, we change every three days. We got to be, we got to be over the top, you know, over the top, um, more precise on telling people how to do it because a, they're inexperienced cruisers. They're not on the ship that long to know where they're going. So we got to take that extra time to me. That's great but you only have three days on this two nights and three days on your cruise. I think every minute is, is very valuable, but again, I guess it's the, and, you, and like you explained to me, it's the necessary evil. You know, you just, you just can't take for granted that everybody knows how to put on a your life preserver. You, you And you can't, you know, people don't know their surroundings. To me, the minute I walked on the ship, I, I walked myself. Where's the nearest exit? How do you know, where is the disembarkment? But that's just something that I do. And I think that, you suggest to everybody to do the same thing. You know, it'll take you, you know, grab a drink in your hand and say, hey, this is where I am. If I walk left, I go this way. If I walk right, and then and you just do it once, and, and, it, and it's excellent. But, it's it's important know, that, to me, that, yeah. No, I, I make sure, because just for even entertainment purposes, you know, I, I think it's, you know, again, I, I've repeated a lot. I did a cruise coach segment on it. It's um, information versus participation. You know, it does, it's, it's not fun to sit around and read the activities list. It's not fun to kind of analyze where you are or kind of just in a, in a detailed manner, take a look at your surroundings. But like the quicker from both a safety standpoint and from an entertainment standpoint, the quicker you know that ship, like it's second nature is, yep. is more beneficial for you. No, one hundred percent, and and obviously the 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 other cruise that I went on, uh, I wish that that could have stood for twenty hours because you're having fun because just a different clientele. But again, we we won't rehash that right at this particular second. But so you know, so you you sit down, and usually it's a place where you could get to meet people. But again, it's only a you know it, it's a three day cruise. You know, you you didn't you're not there so much to get to know other people well, you know when you, when you, you say it's not it's not a three-day cruise is it? It, it well it's two nights and three days so you you get on you, no, you get you on, can, on you can't can, you can't call that last day a day <laughs> well, well you know you got the well they do uh, you, you get the, they got it you know the food in the morning and your, your coffee and they and and you, bounce get out get, get off yeah but like yeah, yeah so you that's my only problem with with that type of thing because when i'm right. on a cruise and you got an eight-day cruise which is kind of like you know you where you want to be <laughs> but like an eight days to me is seven or eight days eight days so let's call it the ideal you know when you're on that last day and a half you're like Oh, well, this was a nice cruise, but that's like when you're starting on this cruise. Now, I would like to do, and I don't know if you looked into it at all or you 
got any information on it or you even kind of it's on your radar but they still have those cruise and stay options right uh, I have no clue top okay yeah no I yeah. think you can do that I think you you got an option where you can get on the ship and then through them you could book a hotel in uh Freeport or Nassau spend a couple of days and catch a different one coming home which wow yeah uh, Tom, I didn't get off the, I didn't get off the, uh, the, the ship uh, when it got to port. But you know, uh, the big thing with that was, um, you know, swimming with pigs. You know, and, and so I first said, man, I says I looked around and at, you know at the people on the uh, on the ship. I said that's a little insulted. I said no. But they, <laughs> I mean, what do you think? They, 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 you think I haven't yeah. swam with a couple of pigs in my day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, woke up in the morning, <laughs> you know. But no, oh, we're no, going they, down. They, we're going down. This is what you. This is yeah, why we got no, Mike no. here. We're getting canceled, but that's all right. We're going out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was physical pigs that in the water. But I think <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I, I don't really know physical? if I really want to you know, spend money. <laughs> you just but, said yeah, physical was, pigs. Yeah, yeah, you know, like the, you get ham and cheese on your sandwich. But, yeah, you know, but, but yeah, yeah. I, uh, that so, to uh, me never, never for a second. I mean, that's the big <laughs> freaking thing. Never for a second would it, would it, would I think like, all right, that's my big V. And no offense to anybody, don't get mad. I'm just saying, for yeah. me personally, going out swimming around in water and getting shit on by pigs swimming with <laughs> it's not, it's not yeah. where I want to be. You know what I mean? But you know, to each his own, a hundred percent. Yep. Seventy percent of the people—that's what they were excited about doing. Yeah, you, you know. I and again, I'm and I'm sure they have a what's the big uh, senior frog? I'm sure they have a big outdoor tiki bar up by there. It, no, you Freeport's know, cool. Again, I, Freeport's cool. You got yeah. a lot of you know in in the cruise terminal. They don't have it nicely built out with all the big huge um, you know the the terminal and stuff like that with the but they do have you know I think there's three or four places. I don't know if it's a uh, Carlos and Charlie's, but they do have a senior frogs. I think there's probably a Margaritaville somewhere around there. But yeah, they do. Have, yeah, there is. There is fun to be had over there. And I've always said it, like, in Freeport, and you said it to me yesterday, like, yeah, there's really yeah. nothing to do. I, I'm telling you, if you like to dive, you like to snorkel, I am not an aficionado when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. But that, I've done probably snorkeling in my day probably maybe eight or nine times. Freeport has not been matched. When I went out to Port Lucaya, okay. Lucaya Beach, and you go to Luca, uh, Lucaya Beach, you could do jet skis, you could do all that stuff, but the snorkeling boat they took us out on, I couldn't believe it. It was like it was like not even real. You put that mask on and you just it's like a freaking kaleidoscope of fish. It was really, really cool. So you can you know, everybody likes to freaking uh downplay Nassau and downplay Freeport. But if you get into those islands and you get the information that will benefit your participation, you'll be able to have yourself a pretty good time. Yeah. Again, like I said, I didn't even, you know, get off. Uh, at at time, I, I know you've done it in the past. You know, uh, being a solo person on the on the ship, oh and I guess it's a little. I, I guess it's a little different when you you know you're on a six day, seven day, eight day. You see the same people, but I, you know that that was the one thing. Hey, listen, I, I was by myself, and you know, uh, I was talking more to the, you know, sitting at the tables talking to the dealers, and 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 the the casino deal is. Again, because I compare them to Vegas, and and in Vegas they're all union. They they rather they rather you not, you know, gamble because they get paid anyway. But there, you know, you I just love what I got on a little bit of a run playing blackjack and hearing them hit that bell, and 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 every dealer comes over and says thank you, and it's just 
it's just uh you know pleasant just a pleasant pleasant vibe from everybody yeah, positive just, energy uh, from everybody right uh, you know i'm and because i'm out in vegas you know i have an office out in vegas uh for my company but it, it just yeah no it was just you uh pleasant it, it, that's exactly right it was pleasant and they and because i i didn't feel like i was by myself you know when when i was in the casino and that and you know that was great then you know the one night on the way home um from the casino they have the 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 mandatory pizza bar and and, and me and you being from new york it's uh it's a little rough you know what I, I went the. Uh, I'm a big spender, so instead of eating a free pizza, they had a pizza called Frankie's Way for for seven dollars. But you got the whole pie instead of a slice. You know, it was decent. You know, hey, listen, it, you know, it, oh, they're it, they're at that good. level where you can get a slice yeah. for free, but then you want the whole pie. Can, can you can can, yeah. you, can you get a slice and come back seven times? Oh, a hundred percent. And and what's what's pretty cool about it, Tom? Again, it's a, they have the robot. So when you order. You, you just you sit down and you tell them what table you're sitting at and the girl programs the robot so the robot uh when when everything comes out it would go to like <laughs> seven or eight different tables it was yeah it was pretty fun to watch it was uh uh you know pretty good so that that again little stuff like that makes you laugh and and it was uh very good so i had the pizza you know i i didn't go to any specialty restaurants but everybody was raving about the steakhouse uh, evidently they had a really good special that everybody was uh, uh, short ribs or something that everybody was saying was uh, very good and I, I had uh, you know and then in the buffet what, what I like is you see a lot of the staff eating at the buffet it, so to me that says and there are people that live on the ship saying that the food must be clean you know fresh yeah, and, and they did some they, every, every couple hours they changed the, the carts in the middle with like you know Indian food, then Chinese food, then you know American barbecue. Variety, food. a lot they, of variety. But but they had the staples. They had their burgers, the hot dogs, you know, the French fries. Then they had the, then they had the uh, pasta station, which was actually a lot better than I thought. So uh, yeah, I, again, uh, they but they uh, the you know they were really big on you know just the soda you know soda package that you had to pay for. So you, you a lot of people were just drinking the water. And then of course, you know, uh, you know, and these they had the uh, ice cream station, and <laughs> a lot of people I seen going up three or four times. Tom. Oh yeah, they <laughs> get know? a chair, they'll pull a chair up, and this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it was all good. Like so, like I say, it's to me uh, again. And then here yeah, a couple of uh, negatives. You know, I, I get off the, I get off the, you know, the, the cruise line, and you you jump in. I, I didn't feel like waiting for to order an Uber. Get out, get in the in the taxi. You know, it has nothing to do with the the uh, cruise line itself. I see the guy doesn't have the uh, fare thing on. I says, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. Oh, they <laughs> try, Yeah, and, they're gonna be, they yeah, were gonna get so a little I, creative I go, with the numbers. I, yeah. So I go up. He says, "Oh, that'll be one hundred and fifty dollars." I says, "Listen to me." I says, <laughs> "I says you're insane." I says, "I got here. It was forty three dollars. You know, to go to West Palm Airport." He goes, "No, no, one hundred and fifty." I says, listen, pal, I says, uh, you retired New York City police officer. I says, it was $43. I says, you'll take $50. If you don't want $50, no problem. Then you just gave me a ride for free. Oh, I'll take 50 A, a, a very nice Haitian guy. He, I guess he has to try, you know. But, <laughs> I love, but, I love uh, that you call him very nice after he tries to rob you. You just respect yeah. the hustle. You respect the hustle. Yeah, yeah it, right? 100%. And, and Tom, the neighborhood that you have to go to, from the airport to the to the casino uh, to the uh, cruise, um, challenging. 
you know, let's. Uh, oh yeah, let, dude, you're you're you're, you're in is. you're in Riviera Beach. You're uh, yeah, it's, right. It's um, it's it's dicey up there to say the least. Yes, to, to say the least. But again, like that. But again, uh, the disembarkment. They were they they kept giving you you know, and and I and I read a couple of reviews when I got off that you know people took long to disembark. You know, but that's that's customs. That's not them. It, you know, the customs guys instead of having six stations had two stations. But that's that's out of the uh, cruise lines control. You know that they only had you know two people called in sick because it was the holiday. And, but but they, you know, they made announcements. They let oh, you know, I've got hit by that. You get hit by that sometimes. I got hit by that coming yeah. back from Norwegian from New York, and you know we were literally snaked out into the main dining room trying to get off this ship, and we find out it's all because of a because a couple of customs people just did, couldn't come to yep. work today. It's crazy, right? Uh, it, it, exactly right. But what what they did was they let you know, and they were honest, they, yeah. and they didn't let you go an hour. Say, hey, listen, we're having troubles at the customs. You know, we're going to keep the buffet. We're going to change it from the morning to the to the lunch now for oh, you guys. Wow. Yeah, no, they did a uh, very good with uh, you know just letting the people know what was it the best and 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 should they you know I don't know if uh, the cruise line has any control of that, but but again that that was it uh, got to the but then when I get to the airport because of all the uh, the uh, the storm that hit New York and it hit Florida too I got off the off the boat in Florida and it was like forty degrees I'm like. I'm in Bizarro Land. I said this doesn't bold well when I get back to New York City, and it was you know nine degrees. So oh yeah, was, but uh, Tom, I, I tell you, I highly recommend it for uh, you know for a couple dating that you know that you know that listen, plan on spending anywhere from five to seven hundred bucks. You'll have two beautiful nights together. You have a day. You get a day in a tropical beach. You know, I I I, I can't see. Uh, a, a better place, you know, uh, for it, and and especially especially if you live in the area of Florida and you just want to get away from everything, you know that you don't want to answer your cell phone, you know, and, and your emails, and just enjoy it. And, and what makes it even better, and and I love that. Listen, the, I love that they they're back in the school teachers, the nurses, military. You know, there was a ton of military couples on the on the thing. You had a couple of families. Uh, me and you um, disagree a little bit on bringing kids on board. You know, I, I understand on the Disney cruise, but some of these cruises, you know, I, and, and it's the same thing. I, I don't see why people bring kids to, you know, when I mean kids, uh, kids less than 15 years old to Vegas. I don't see them bringing them on a cruise like this. But, hey, listen, it's their own prerogative. But, uh, again, uh, excellent. I, I, I give it. Yeah, listen, it was an old boat, so you you can't get better than an eight because it didn't have the slides, the amenities of these new amazing ships. But I, I tell you, I, I give it I give it a strong a strong seven and a half. I give it staff. I, I'm, I'm telling you, Tom, the staff. I, I don't know if it was just because uh, I give the staff. It was, and if I haven't taken nearly as many cruises as you, but I, I give it. It was the number one staff. 
that I've been on. Yeah. That, no, and you and I know you take care of them too, so that's part of, that yeah. is part of it. But that oh, is crazy. Okay. And no, and I agree. There should not be kids on a cruise like this, a day and a half right. cruise. And I think it's such a smart thing. Listen, anytime you're struggling or you over you're having some challenges with your business, okay, you gotta go to the drawing board and you gotta see where's my niche? What am I going after? What's the plan to try to come out of this thing? And between really catering to the first responders because at a point you made saying that they don't have a lot of time to get away they got to be back you know on the grind and the fact that it makes so much sense that you know there's gambling boats going out of palm beach there's gambling boats going out of florida and there's a faction of people that just like to take those boats just to go out and gamble and they come back in three four hours now you have this other thing that is a little bit of a link. It blurs the line between a gambling boat and a cruise, and that is going to get. And you, if you, if you, if you cater to the casino people, I, I think that's brilliant, and it's working because you could just tell by going on and looking and trying to book the thing that this thing yep. has become more popular over the last month or so. Yeah, and Tom, I didn't, uh, I didn't take advantage of all. You know, they got the dueling pianos. You know, they got the salsa band, they got, and the nightclub gets bumping at 11 o'clock at night. You know, they, they have all of that. They have the nice lounges, you know, they, they have the 24 hour food. I mean, I, 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 again, Tom, if you have a couple of days and you're a big, and you're like, like you, I, I know that you put countdowns. So you, you, you do a cruise in, in September and then your next one's not till, you know, June. And Always I know you're be booked. Right, go go take a quick, you know, three days off, or or Tom, when you were in, when you're in the, uh, you know, the uh, the restaurant and enter the bar business, where you can't take a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, or you can't be away for six days. Right. So so you 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 go you you leave on a Monday, come back on a Wednesday, you know, because the minute you get <laughs> the minute you get on that cruise, you know, you don't know what day it is. The day doesn't matter. The day doesn't matter. It's a quick little recharge. Right. It's Friday, Saturday. So the uh, again, don't expect to come there and get pampered. You know, uh, you know, just a, you know, a five star. Again, I can't, I can't speak for the the restaurants. People raved about it. You know, I all, I, you know, I lived on cheeseburgers and uh, hot dogs and and pizza for two days, which is to me that's life. You know, I watched <laughs> the uh, I, Thursday night. They had great reception. We watched the uh, jet game on the thing. They got killed. So to me, you know, it was it, uh, again if. I wish my parents were still alive. I would, I would send them, I would send them once a month to it, just because they, because for three days that's their extension plan, you know, that they had great, you know, uh, and they very, again, very handicap friendly, you know, saw a lot of people and they were all smiling, so, so that was amazing. But uh, again, uh, I, I highly, highly recommend it to, you know, for a quick three day getaway, not that expensive. You, the ticket, you buy the ticket, it's not that, you, and they have, you just go to it, you sign up for the email, and they, they send you your office, you know, to, to get on the ship. Like, even if you get on the ship and it costs you $300, they give you $100 in the spa. They give you $100 to eat at the restaurant. You know, they, they give it back. They have these promotional things the whole time. But, yeah, no, Tom, I, I, again, you're not going to get the – you don't have the uh, the slides, the thunderstruck, or these commercials I see, but I says, no, nah, highly, highly recommend it. Right. Okay. 
No, cool. How about the, um, you know, and I know you liked, I know you enjoyed that cruise, and it's good information that we got on Margarita v, on Margaritaville at sea. Uh, but what are, what's, your, what's on your horizon? Any alternative lifestyle cruises coming up for you or no? Yeah. Now, so, so Tom, uh, it, it's been a long time before COVID for, for anything like that. But uh, right now, it's just I finally got uh, the certification for this machine. Uh, America is 50 years behind. Europe, when it comes to gambling, in Europe you have one centralized gaming commission. I've heard that in America. In in America, we every state has its own gaming commission, and then in because every state has know your customer laws. So uh, now that I finally got certification, and we're we're um you know in 2023, I'm hoping to be into uh, 18 different states. You're gonna you're gonna find my product where and and. The, there's 29 different sports books in the United States, but they all have the same business model. Get a customer for no matter what the cost is, Tom. They're, they're, they're living in the past. They're living with the cell phone. You remember when cell phones just came out? You know, AT&T and Verizon were giving this stuff away, so they would bankrupt these other. But th- there's no brand loyalty when it comes to sports betting. So every commercial you see on TV is about sports gambling. And it, it, you can't tell me who Peyton Manning represents or, you know, who this guy represents. So what, what we're going to do is, Tom, and you're in the ball business. I put a machine in. It doesn't matter the name of the company's bet booth, but it doesn't matter, Tom, that you see a machine. When people realize it and walk over to a machine, it's like a pinball machine. People don't like pinball, but if it's in the machine and they're in a bar and they, they see a pinball machine, they throw a quarter in it and play it. It's the same thing with sports gaming. And then when they see that you cash out the minute the game's over or instead of sending the money to your bank account and your significant other knows about it or Uncle Sam knows about it, you just go back to the bar. And it's great for a bar too, because so a guy wins 300 bucks. Now he walks back into your bar. He cashes out. Now you have somebody in your bar with discretionary funds. It's up to you to sell them a beer and a burger. Or if you're in a deli, sell right. them a pack of cigarettes and a six-pack. So uh, I got a very unique take on it. Uh, and this 2023 is, is going to be uh, insanely uh, profitable and, and uh, for me. But also, uh, I'm praying. Uh, I've been in contact with the major cruise lines. Because now that they, you know... When I first, and Tom, when I even said this to you five years ago, Tom, and you're one of the first people that I approached with this, when I realized the, you know, that I should go out on a cruise ship, you know, nobody really thought I was going to be able to do it. And now, and now it's here. So these other cruise ships, the Norwegian, MCL, uh, unfortunately, Genting, which was Crystal and World, you know, closed down. But nobody thought that I was able gonna, to bring it. And now that I have it, and they see that it's a pure revenue grip for them, and it does, Tom, it doesn't put on to payroll. Whenever you can put something on that doesn't cost you more and it's just pure profit. So the January 21st, I'll be back on the cruise ship, you know, with, with the first sailing of it, and, uh, man, it, it, it's all systems go. And uh, I'll gladly, once we get on the other, we get on the other ships, I'll, I'm going to call back and, we're, and I'm going to uh, critique all of them. So I'm hoping, Tom, and you, you might find this crazy. I think for every cruise you go on this year, I might be going on five. That's awesome. No, that's great, yeah. great, great news. Yeah. Did you say Did you say MCL? Yeah, is that uh, is that uh, 
that's the you might be making up cruise lines out here and that's fine i'm all for that i'm into that no 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 what is it what's the the three-letter word i don't know if you're talking about a cruise line or a sports injury no Uh, a cruise cruise line (laughs) i think you mean msc yes all yeah. right, buy buy a vowel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Todd, there's a reason I put a bulletproof vest on for 21 and a half years. Well, I love wait it. a second. Wait, wait a second, Tom. I can't get get away with that. You know, when when I talk to people, yeah, you know, I was a New York City police officer. Oh, that must have been dangerous. Oh, you have no idea. I put on a bulletproof vest, and, and then I you talk to you guys. You, Tom, would say, "Are you shit me, Mike?" You, you hung out with me more than anything. <laughs> Yo, I, what was the time? What was the club that you had a a a, a piece of in uh, Midtown? Um, you brought me there. Uh, we went Riff Raff. Yes, or, uh, yes, Riff Raff. Or, uh, yes. The Hurricane Club. Riff Raff. You, we went out one night, and you know you're supposed to be working. You're working, hardly yeah. working, working hard, whatever it is. You're there, and you're like, let's take a little field trip. So we're like, let's go. We take we take the ride, and we go to this place called Riff Raff, and it's like a lot of clubs. You know, you go downtown or yeah. whatever it is, and it's like you don't know what you're walking into until you get inside, and all of a sudden right. it opens up, and it's this crazy like high-end well built out nightclub beautiful dance floor dj who knows what he's doing beautiful bars whatever and you know you know some people in there so you go and you're making your rounds i don't know collecting some envelopes or whatever and i'm uh and i'm at the bar i'm at the bar no you know all on the up and up Um, uh, and i'm at the bar and these two girls are at the bar and i'm just sitting there i get a couple of drinks and it's just we're we're there and it's two two girls pretty enough girls and i'm just talking to them for a while and we're just passing the time and they're like you know just making you know short conversation this went on for probably about 15 20 minutes then all of a sudden you must have seen me and you must have seen that happening and this cones this is what this madman does okay <laughs> i'm sitting there trying to like you know i'm i'm hitting on him but i'm not really hitting on him i'm just we're just talking and out of nowhere mike runs up to the scene grabs both of their purses and takes a beeline for the front door <laughs> And I'm like, this nut job, what is he doing? They start screaming hysterical, cry. they don't know what to do. Mike comes back, returns, and goes, hey, here you go. I own the joint. Take it easy. I'm only playing around. <laughs> I looked at you. I'm like, all right, you're on a, you're on a different level uh, right now. What's well, going on? Tom, that, that's so out of character for me. The, the, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you told them the court, you, you know, your crowd, the court story with oh, no. me and you or Oh, or gosh. better yet, when I'm in full uniform inside your bar, you know, now it's frowned upon. But like somebody, like two people would ask me to take a picture and they give me their cell phone and I would just take the cell phone and walk out the door oh, and yeah. they would just leave you there just looking at you like that cop just stole my phone. And, and I would stay for like two minutes, like an uncomfortable two minutes. And, and, and you're just like shaking your head. And, they, and I'd come back, oh, no, here's your phone. <laughs> you know, but that's so, that's so out of character for me. But what, what I'm say, trying to say, you know, and, and I play that card all the time. Yeah, you're, you know, I was there during the, uh, you know, the 90s and the early 2000s. And, uh, you know, it was rough. You know, <laughs> it's me, me by like a, a, a time. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty hungry. And, and it got so bad for me and Tom was like, we couldn't eat at his restaurants anymore. You know, it'd be a Turtle Bay, oh, yeah. Exit, or Johnny Utah's. We, we, because we ate there so much. It was, so it, it got to the fact that I would say, hey, Tom, I got to feed like four or five guys back at the precinct. Uh, you, what, what, do, what do you feel like? We want to go steaks tonight, to, you know, because New York City has 
the greatest steakhouse in the world. And I happen to, you know, be friendly with a few of them. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's funny that like, like you, you would get the table. We go to Smith and Walensky's in, in downtown. <laughs> now I, I'm like with you and I'm like this guy, I, Mike, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? Like what, what's <laughs> like, it's Friday. It's 7 45 PM. They have a line out the door and this guy's going to roll in and say, listen, you know, me and my friend, we need a table. It's got to, it's got to happen. They would like literally be building tables. We'd be sitting between like six couples in the middle. You're on my lap, and I'm like they got you a table. That's it. They're not going to not give Mike a table. So it's like <laughs> we're eating steak elbow to elbow. Some of some of the great times. I tell I tell a lot of people these um you know yeah we're talking cruises and yeah I let some of the old school stories leak in but. Yeah, if yeah. they knew, if they knew the half of 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 the stuff yeah, that went uh, on, yeah. Well, listen, uh, I'm not the only non-angel here. Yeah, I'd never seen in a, in a club that has about I don't know about two thousand people uh, with a mechanical bull, and and I got a guy walking around with a hot skillet making baking <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the in the middle. So you know, there's no halo standing on top of uh, top. Uh, an innovator like you have no idea. But it, but it wasn't always. You know, it wasn't always uh, friendly between me and Tom when I would when he was have to work, you know, at a place that five deep at the bar. And, and he comes over to me and he starts yelling at the guy uh, running the mechanical and we'll leave on this running the mechanical bull. I, I told you, you can't have two girls on on the bull. But but Mike put them on. <laughs> Mike, I, this is the third time I'm telling you, you tonight you can't do it. Sorry, Tom. I got you. <laughs> Mike, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is when we had, when that bull would break, and like you said, 2,000 people, uh, yeah. the reason people are going there is to stand around and watch that bull. Now, when that yeah. bull would break, we would have to track down some rancher in Idaho who built it. The, the, guy, the only yeah. guy in the world who knows how to fix this thing. We'd have to yeah. fly him out. We'd have to get him yeah. his meals, get him a hotel room, and I'm just thinking, don't let this freaking thing break. And I got Mike yeah. putting six seven eight hundred pounders on there and uh <laughs> i'm like all right all right i gotta i gotta remember that you know how good that steak was last week so all right yeah no no or no or it was more more times it was you know i told the girls you're really not allowed to do it but if you take your shirts off hypothetically <laughs> and uh yes we've talked about legal issues and lawsuits and stuff on this show if you want those details they are on the patreon we didn't talk yeah. about them here but yes let, let's just you know, we got all right yeah this is a good time to wrap it up mike that was a simpler yeah. time mike that was yeah you can't do oh. that today <laughs> no no i i i Tom, i do want to do uh the next time i, I want to do a patreon so where we could really reminisce about our old stories let's do it let's do it brother but i want to congratulate you on the success thank that you. you have and with everything and it seems like everything's going good and i want to thank you for i guess letting people know uh your thoughts on the beautiful newly well kind of semi-newly refurbished margaritaville at sea yep. um mike thanks again man hey tom and if anybody wants to know about the uh the company or uh it, it's betroot uh b-e-t-b-o-o-t-h.com and uh, we're going to be coming to a, a town near you. And listen, if you guys have bars or, or gas stations or, uh, uh, you know, uh, anywhere where there's foot traffic, my machine could go into it. And like I say, we're, we're, we're going to try to be in uh, 30 states in the year 2023. 
So, uh, you know, it's not a bad side hustle for anybody uh, to, to look. It's, it's the easiest thing. It's the easiest way to be a legalized bookie and, and, and like I say, be legal. So, uh, Tommy, I appreciate the time. And uh, as always, can't wait to see you down in Florida again. Wait, so you said B-E-T-B-O-O-T-H.com? Correct. BetBooth.com. All right, cool. Mike, thanks again, man. Talk to you soon. You got it, my There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away all of your big problems. You could worries, you could drive them in the blue ocean. But you got to get away to where the boat leaves from. Take one part sand, one part sea, and one part shade of a nine on tree. And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot. And I know this is the place for me. Get away to where the boat leaves from. It takes away. I love your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves you, Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Where well, a ride that floats And don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine, ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from